Hi everybody, welcome back to Slow Low Slow. <laughs> I fucked that up. <laughs> How did I fuck it up in eight seconds? Welcome back to Solo Slumber Party with your host, Aaron Conrad, MD. I'm just kidding, there's no MD. Um, well, hi guys. I really am just blasting your ass with content right away. Because um, I have a paper to write, but I'm sitting here and I was like, oof. Like, I'd rather, I'd rather talk than write a paper. So maybe once I get this, like I churn out some thoughts, then I can crack my knuckles and write a paper. But today is Valentine's Day. Wow. Um, and I'm, so I'm recording this on Valentine's Day and I'm not sure if it'll be... It most likely won't be up until after, but this, um, yeah, I just was thinking, uh, because I feel like (laughs) every year Valentine's Day is just like the red alarm of like pointing an arrow in your face, like you single loser for people that aren't together. And I, and I, I mean, I just, cause I mean like, Hey, I'm single AF, so don't, like, I get it, but I was thinking about it the other day, and I kind of wanted to just record something and talk about, I guess, the whole idea of, like, I guess all the feelings that Valentine's Day brings, that it comes up and, like, makes people feel, and all the good and all the bad, basically, so... On this Valentine's Day episode, I just wanted to talk about being single and how you handle that. Um, Because, okay, like, this is my, this is my, like, wonderful story time. Because, like, I, I have never had, not even, I haven't dated much and it's just, like, It's my own specific thing of, like, just not dating much and, you know, it hasn't been something that just kind of, like, uh, lined up for me in what I was doing. Um, Well, that makes me sound like I'm a busy businesswoman. (laughs) I'm not. It just, you know, like, nothing ever really worked out, which I mean, like, it happens. It's it's fine. But anyway, um, through all of that... (laughs) Because I didn't date much, I have much, much, much experience with being the single friend. You know, the friend, everyone's at the lunch table and everyone is dating somebody and she's the only one. And maybe, maybe no one else, I'm sure no one else notices notices this except the single friend who's sitting there and is like looking around the table like, oh, everyone is dating someone right now. Okay, cool. Or... Just around, especially like around Christmas or just those things about, I don't know. It just, it's, it's been something that, that was such a, that was something that I like struggled with for the longest time because it was like, oh my God, there are so many different like levels of why I struggled with it. And I'm going to vocalize them because I feel like they're really relatable and they're things everyone feels So, I mean, maybe me talking about them will be like, oh my God, I'm not crazy and I'm not insane that I feel this way because I totally felt that way too. So there were two different main things I can think of. And it was like the first level of dealing with being single, like my, uh, my, 
problems with it was first, obviously, like being alone, and that's in quotation marks. And that goes in with, obviously, if you, and like what I talked about in the first episode, or second episode, I don't know, I talked about it previously about um, needing to, like, learning how to be alone with yourself and learning how to really like that. And obviously, if you're not there yet, if you're not at that stage of your life yet, like, relationship is, like, the biggest thing in your brain. Like, you're like, I need to be dating somebody so they're, they can be with me all the time and they can talk to me all the time and they can tell me how much they love me and how great I am because you can't do it for yourself. So that was something for a long time that I really wanted a relationship because it was I couldn't stand being with myself. And I just was thinking, oh, and also this, like, this is such a trap. And I totally thought this for years and years and years and, like, Oh my God, it's such a, it's such a bad way of thinking. I was thinking like, oh, like if, let's say I, um, was a single friend or I was bummed about something or like I was having a disagreement with a friend or anything like that, my brain, and this is what I used to do. My brain would be like, oh, well, like when I finally meet the one, they won't make me feel this way and they'll see me for who I really am and blah, 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 blah. It was like. And it sounded like this really great romantic idea of like someone on their someone literally coming to save you on their white night and oh they're going to save you from all this emotional stress but then it's like really that is the most false ridiculous not a, I don't want to say ridiculous but I mean it is it's it's silly and it it's unrealistic and it's it's not true it it, it doesn't it, 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 it that's not how life works because when you are putting these expectations on someone you haven't even met yet and then you finally meet someone and they don't fulfill being your superman and making you feel happy and solving all of your problems then you won't you'll have resentment for them and it's, it's subconscious resentment because it's not like you're actively like fuck this person for not curing my depression whatever you don't like feel that way consciously but subconsciously it's those it's those years you were like, when I finally date someone or when I finally date the right person, they'll solve everything for me. And you're setting these expectations for this person you haven't even met yet to meet. And then when they don't, naturally, because no person on earth is going to solve your problems except you, you will, you are constantly feeling like, I can't find the right person or I can't do this or I, I'm constantly going to be alone. because, it's, But that's not true. And that was something I totally felt like in the Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole head first and for a long time. And I didn't realize I was doing that because I was using that romantic idea to like cope with feeling lonely. And while it was like, it's a great flowery, wonderful idea. It's not true. It's, it's like, Oh my God, it's not true because the thing is like, (laughs) No one on planet Earth is going to solve your problems or make you happy except you. No one else can be happy for you. That's a fact. Other people can bring you joy with their company or with their, I don't know, if they're fun or if if they have good advice or whatever. But they can't make you a happy person. That is all up to you. And that is such a... I think a big thing that we don't even realize we think, but we do, 
When we think about relationships and wanting to be in them, we associate relationships with all of our problems being fixed and us being happy and us not being upset anymore. That is not realistic and it's not real. And you will never, ever be happy and never be in a happy relationship if you feel that way. I'm like, let me tell you guys, I'm coming from fucking experience of like, um, thinking that, and even not even with like, and this is not even with like, uh, part like romantic partners. This is with friends as well. If you are sitting there and if you're upset in your specific situation about whatever, um, and you keep thinking like, well, when I finally meet this one person, whether it's a friend or romantic partner, that will finally see me, then I'll be happy. It's like, no, that's not true. Like, I mean, all on the on the other side of the coin, it's like, yeah, you. So if you have shitty friends or if you're in a shitty relationship, yeah, like, get out of that. And yes, like, s- search or open yourself up to find better relationships. But thinking that a person is going to solve your issues and make you, and change the way you feel about life is silly. And I, it's not going to happen. Like, I know it's beautiful and romantic, but I'm telling you right now, it's not going to happen. Because it's, 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 such, a, it's such a fallacy to think that. And that was my, like, my literal coping mechanism for the longest time was like going into the house of my mind and staring at this imaginary man being like oh he's gonna he's gonna do this for me and do this for me and he's gonna think I'm this and think I'm this and think I'm this and then it's like because then then that the the second part of like me coming to terms with that was having to be like Aaron just think about yourself that way like if you want a romantic partner to think you're kind or smart or funny or clever then think those things about yourself then be clever, then be kind, then be friendly, then be loving. And then you don't have to wait for someone to confirm it for you. That was like, oh my God. And it truly, like, once I had to realize that no one is going to be a white knight for me and, like, like change my life in the sense of, like, wow, I don't have anxiety anymore because of Chad. He came into my life with his fucking jersey and... <laughs> and changed me oh my god look at this bush like king no that's not how it works um but and but then like when I was starting to accept that I think part of me like was rejecting it because it sounds cynical it sounds like oh no one's gonna be there for me I gotta be there for myself it's like that's not what I'm saying all I'm saying is that you your expectations for people shouldn't be them grabbing the moon for you and literally changing the chemistry of your brain to where you don't have anxiety anymore or worry anymore or depression anymore like that doesn't that doesn't work and that doesn't make sense and that was that like because then it's like also once you accept that you have to let go of that comforting mechanism of like oh like like I'll just like I'll have I always have this I'll always have this person that's gonna get me through and through and like this perfect, in quotation marks, this perfect person that doesn't exist because perfect people don't exist. Um, that was something when I, I constantly associated relationships with like, wow, that one person is going to like, they'll finally see me and they'll finally do this. Like when I was angry or upset or hurt because people aren't perfect and you can't expect people to be perfect. So 
that is like, oh my God, I, I think that was probably one of the biggest shifts in how I saw the world. And it really was like a giant step towards me being truly independent and truly like, all right, Aaron, like this perfect person doesn't exist now. I could sit there and whine about it and how I don't have a Prince Charming, or I could turn around and say, you know what? I'll, I think I'm fun and I think I'm smart and I think I'm nice. So that was, oh my God, that is just like, it hit me like an atom bomb when I first started to like realize that it's like this, this thing I've been like banking on for years upon years upon years doesn't exist, but that's not a bad thing. And now I feel like I view relationships so much healthier now because I mean, and ladies and gents and all non-binary people, listen, (laughs) when I say don't have expectations of of perfection, it totally does not mean don't have expectations. Like, guys, I have, like, trust me, I have standards and I'm like, my standards are unwavering and I will either be like either meet my standards or I'll be alone. I'm fine with that. Like <laughs> have your standards. Don't don't sell yourself short. Don't act like you don't deserve what you want. You do. You do. Like if you want someone to like to feel like they like if you want like a like a partner in crime, get a partner in crime. Like you deserve it. You deserve someone who treats you like you're important. And that's ve- that's that's not the same thing as being like perfect because no one's perfect, but I, it's very evident when you are with someone romantically, even or friendshiply. We could always, friendshiply, <laughs> platonically. Like any of this could be applied to platonic friendships as well. Because really, romantic relationships and platonic friendships are not that different. Like there are obviously a few key differences, but structurally, they're the exact same. It's having someone that has an intimate role in your life, who you trust and who you are inviting into your heart for them to, I don't know, enrich your life. And, you know, you can apply both of those standards to platonic friendships and to romantic relationships. They're not that different. But, um, hold on, I lost my train of thought. What was I saying? I was on such a roll, and now I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Having, like, hold your standards up to, like what you want. It's okay to like, if you want someone, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to go into specifics about standards because what the fuck, but I mean like, don't, if you're with someone, a friend, a romantic partner, a potential romantic partner, and they're not making you feel good in the sense of like, you feel like they're not listening to you. You feel like they don't appreciate you as much as you feel that they should. You're allowed to tweak that and you're allowed to end the relationship because if you're looking at a relationship realistically, and by realistically, I mean like this is a human being I'm working with and they're not perfect and they have biases and they have their own feelings and their own shit going on. So I have to factor that in, of course, because they're not going to make all the right decisions or say all the right things or whatever. But and but and make sure they're like making they're being kind to you and they're being good to you. That's that's what matters because you know, no one's perfect, but also it's like, you can't let people shit on you and be like, well, no one's perfect. Like, <laughs> like literally, whatever. Um, yeah. So that was a really, really 
important lesson. I really had to like, seriously, like look at myself and be like, dude, like you, you can't like, you can't talk your way out of this one. Like that's just how it is. Like you have to, like, no one's going to be this like light beam float out of the sky and be like, hello, I'm everything you wanted. Like that doesn't exist. And if you have those standards of this person has to be everything I wanted, you will never, ever find a partner that satisfies you because no one is going to meet the expectation of perfection. And you'll just end up having resentment for them, subconscious resentment, because they didn't meet your expectation. So really valuable lesson. I really encourage people to let that marinate in their brains because truly, like, that really helped the way I felt about being single and also how I thought about relationships. So part two of being single, this is also a very important lesson. Okay, so once you, like, let's say... You're past the point of like, or not even past the point. Now it's like, okay, you are have accepted the fact that you're single and you know that being single is important. You know it's valuable. You know it's not a bad thing to be single. Great. A lot of things we hear is this narrative of like, you shouldn't want to be in a relationship. Just go do that by yourself. Just go do it by yourself. Like you shouldn't want to be in a relationship, which is like, I get where that narrative is coming from and it's coming from a good place, but here's the fact of the matter. As a human being, it is normal to crave intimacy, to crave closeness, to crave to be known. It I and this is like this is from a psychology book. So I'm this is like the one time I'm stating a fact that I like know is a fact. Um I've I, I'm very into psychology and into I'm not okay. Let's not talk about me in psychology, but I know that one of the um out of one of the humans would like out of every human the most basic psychological want is to be known like for someone to see all of you to know all of you and love you despite all the shit parts and because of all the good parts like that is one of like that is the biggest psychological human want because if you think about it like even if we're talking about in a, in a sense of friendship or in a, like a sense of like your parents or your siblings or a romantic partner like thinking about someone seeing all of you all the good and all the bad and all the ugly and still loving you and still wanting to be around you and still accepting you into their life is the most special thing anyone could ever do and so that narrative of like um just you should want to be single you don't like you don't need to do this and you don't need to do this it's like yeah that's true but telling people they shouldn't want to be in relationships is is like it's it's not helping anything and it's just hurting their it's like it's hurting their feeling that's what it is because I also went through that I also, once I kind of accepted, like, how they're, like, being, like, it's okay, like, it's okay to be single, and you don't have to, like, be actively searching for a relationship, or be in a relationship to be, like, have a good life, it was, like, but I still look, of course, in the back of my mind was, like, well, I would, like, someone to do this with, or someone to confide in at the end of the night, or just, like, physical affection, you know, like, 
that's that's normal. You can't like girl boss your way out of wanting to be hugged and touched and known, you know, like, sorry, but you can't. So that was really hard for me because I felt like I was like, this is, I felt like I was being like codependent or I felt like I wasn't being strong and independent because I was like, how, why do I still want to be in a relationship when I know that being single can be really great? And I, it made me feel bad. It made me feel like I wasn't strong enough to do it on my own. And then I'd like, when I like kind of like let that sit with me more and let my, and like I let myself determine my own opinion of it. And of course, reading books and just hearing professional opinions or even just collecting information from daily life and seeing how other people look at things or how I perceive things. It was like, no, like that, that is normal to want to have companionship and closeness and intimacy. Like there's nothing wrong with wanting to be in a relationship. Like it's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I think a lot of times, um, we get like looked down on. It's like, sometimes it feels like lose, lose. It's like, you feel like you'll get looked down on for being single, but um, then there's people who look down on you for wanting to have a partner. And it's like, well, fuck, how do I fucking win? Like, what do you want from me? And it's, I just, it's that, that's another lesson I really learned that really helped me feel better about my wants and needs. It's like, it's okay to want to be in a relationship. Everybody wants to have some sort of camaraderie, whether it's a friend or a family member or a romantic partner or acquaintance or just someone, because like thinking about doing life alone is the most treacherous, fucked up thing in the whole world. Like as much as I love, like independence is great, but like you, you need other human beings to laugh with, talk with, share your life with in some capacity because you know, like you just need that. Like (laughs) you just, as a human, you need that. Like our, our lizard monkey brains need that. (laughs) And it's, that's, it's just fucking science. Um, but yeah, that was, I just saw that for such a long time. Like, you don't need to have this. It's like, cool. I get that. But like screaming in my face that I should want to live in the mountains by myself is not making me feel any better. So I think we should find a happy medium. The happy medium of ex- like, ex- like accepting that it's okay to want to be close to somebody and have intimate relationships. Like there is nothing wrong with that. There's n- you shouldn't be ashamed of wanting that because all that means is that you're a human being. So don't worry. And then on the other hand, um, that, that thing of like thinking that you need someone to complete you or you need someone to fix your life or, and by fix your life, I know that sounds extreme, but in my case, it was the little things of like, well, this person will finally see how how funny I am or how smart I am. Like, they'll see it. And it's like, what? Like, then, because what you're doing, you're sitting there. You're sitting there with your arms crossed and with a scowl on your face, waiting for this magical person to come up and be like, hey, Aaron, have I ever told you that you're very funny in this very specific way, blah, 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 exactly what you want to hear? Like, that is ridiculous. That will not happen. And then you'll always be pissed because how dare this person not come up to me and say the exact very specific thing I want to hear? Like, 
that like obviously you think it then like then think it about yourself you know I mean this was in my case of like I wanted so badly for someone to think I was kind and smart and this and this and this and this and this. And instead of sitting there waiting for like, God, I hope someone thinks I'm this, like, just think it about yourself. And that's like, I hope that doesn't sound like, um, uh, you're poor. Just like get money. What the fuck? Like, that's not what it is. It's just changing the way you think about yourself in that thing of like, I feel like a lot of times we have this shield around ourselves that prevents us from giving compliments to ourselves. Like you can have all the pieces in your in front of you in your brain that are like, "Hey, I am a really good friend, but you need someone else to confirm it for you to actually believe it." And that's not true. You don't have to do that. Like you're allowed to look at the evidence that strongly suggests that you're this specific thing and be like, "Hey, I'm this specific thing. Really cool." Like that's why that's what I mean when I say like if you want to be kind think you're if you want if you want someone to think you're kind think you're kind like you don't have to get someone else's external validation to be something you want to be like you don't have to do that so that was just that was something I always like and it really like kicked my butt for the longest time because it was always some sort of internal conflict of how dare you want to be in a relationship and how dare you can't find the right one, whatever, whatever. But it's like none of that. Like, <laughs> and it's just like anything. I feel like all of it is like you can't look at someone else's situation and think it's perfect and then shit on yourself because your situation doesn't look like theirs. One, their life gave them completely different circumstances to make their situation happen. And like, you don't know their full situation either. Like, they could be feeling something very similar to you. So, it's like, don't do that to yourself and act like you, just because you're not doing something, you're doing it wrong. It's like, no. And I feel like all these lessons are going to tie back with us just being gentler to ourselves. But I mean, it's true though. Like it's, it's a true fact that we need to be nicer to ourselves. And on good old Valentine's Day, when you're seeing these beautiful couples be in love and you're thinking well fuck I want to have that like it's okay to want to have that because you're it's natural like fuck I want someone to bring me flowers and listen to me when I you know what I mean like I want to come home and be like listen honey you know I want someone to give me their big old sweatshirt and I'll wear their sweatshirt and I want someone to touch my you know what I mean like like, fuck I want someone to touch my face damn like come on what the fuck (laughs) so it's okay to want that and feel it's like if you feel that twinge of longing when you when Valentine's Day comes around and you're by yourself, you don't have to push that away. You can just let it sit there and you can let it have its own space and then you can continue on because literally like <laughs> it's 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 just such like a rocky terrain because everything about like relationships and loves it is thrown in your face everywhere you go it's in every song it's in every book it's in every movie it's in every ad it's in every discussion like it's everywhere so it gets very difficult to not feel like you're not measuring up when it's like everywhere you look is like relationship like relationship 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 and you're like well (laughs) I'm empty on that front, friend. Um, Yeah, so 
it's and also like like don't beat yourself up for feeling bummed about it you're allowed to feel bummed about it because like I said it's it's everywhere in your face like you're you're gonna feel the brunt of that when you're constantly staring at something that you don't have that it may, that life makes you feel like you need which you know I think I don't know I just I feel like over the past couple of years because I've had one Valentine's Day where I wasn't single so I've had a lot of Valentine's Day of you know going through that bitter like what the fuck like ugh I'm gonna <laughs> I was just going to make a really awful joke, so I'm not going to do that. Um, Or just like, man, I'm going to go to fucking Walgreens and steal every heart-shaped chocolate box, and that way no one can have it, because if I can't have love, no one can. It's like, sometimes you have to get through your Joker era of dealing with Valentine's Day. (laughs) You have to work through that Joker part of it, of like, wanting to cut all the stems of all the roses so no one can get roses because if you can't have roses, no one can, you know. See, I've I've been there. (laughs) And then now it's like, I feel like my relationship with Valentine's Day is like, I, like, I appreciate it. And I, it's, I think it's, it's like, I'm in a point now where it's like, I've gone through my shit and I've accepted my shit and I'm in a, now it's like, I can sit here and be like a happy bystander of like, this is really sweet and truly, like, not have malice towards it. And maybe, maybe a little malice, you know what I mean? It's okay. Sometimes you got to throw in a little bit of malice in there just to let yourself, just let it out. Like, you know what I mean? Have your joker thought for a second and then, like, let it go away and then be appreciative of how beautiful things are. But I just really wanted to talk about all things single because I know a lot of people... I'm sure can relate to that, those really nuanced, specific points I made, because those were things I'd never really heard anyone talk about, so therefore, I thought I was weird, or I was thinking things strangely, because no one, it wasn't this popular thing of like, hey, have you thought about this? It's okay to think about this, you know? And, yeah. So, ugh, Valentine's Day. It's not so. But it really is beautiful, because... Like, and for all, like, anyone who has a partner and just listen to me be like, listen up, single ladies, <laughs> as Beyonce said, single fucking people. Um, like, I don't know. I don't, like, for, for people who have relationships, you can still use this advice for your relationship or for friendships or for anything else. Like, any, any of this is universal and can be applied anywhere in your life. So, don't worry, gang. I am all-inclusive, whether you're single or you're in a relationship. But, yeah. I mean, and what I think everyone should do today, like, just go give someone a squeeze for Valentine's Day. Because fulfill your human heart need and hold someone's hand or give someone a squeeze, even if it's, like, your best friend or if it's the most, like, if if it's one of your friends, go do that. Like, because that's what we need. Like, go lay down in your bed with somebody and watch cinema sins and laugh about that or go put on your pajamas and (laughs) cuddle with your friends or go give your significant other a hug like go do something and go go give someone consensually guys come on you don't be crazy give someone that you love some you know because they, they might need that so don't forget the importance of physical touch because it's a basic human need we need that 
Well, I, cause I'll be, I'll be anyone's Valentine, guys. Like, I just wrote a poem for Valentine's Day as a gift. So I felt like I was really channeling. I felt like a very, I felt like an 80s, um, I felt like the protagonist from an 80s movie about children who are in love. And I felt like the, like the protagonist who's writing a poem for their crush. And they're like, I'm nervous and it's on notebook paper. And that's exactly how I was right now. Wrote a poem. So yeah, I'll be your Valentine. And I'll write you a poem. Like, damn, I'll do it. Well, I hope everyone has a good day. And I don't know, go buy some chocolate. Buy some... Ferrero Rochers or whatever the fuck they're called. They're really good. Um, Go write a poem for somebody. Go give somebody a hug. Just Valentine's Day doesn't have to be a couple thing. It can be just a human being expressing how they love another human being. And that can be fine. And like, it doesn't have to, like, you don't have to only love people on Valentine's Day. You can fucking love them on March 10th or June 14th or whatever the hell, you know? Like, let just... Act, you know, if you act like every single day is Valentine's Day, then Valentine's Day won't kick your ass, you know? <laughs> if you can't beat them, join them. Wear the, wear the red hearts every single day. I'll start doing it. But I love you guys, and I hope you have a good day. And I want to give you all a Valentine's Day squeeze. So I'll talk to you next time. Goodbye.